0: The the breakdown of, of proteins and, and vegetables for meat production, for protein production, I should say, uh, is much different than production of like milk and such. Right. Because it, it's almost there there's, I forget how it works, but the same right. thing happens to humans, right? Like if, right. if a mother eats too much spicy food, she can actually produce spicy milk, which is hilarious in many ways. I um, don't
1: even want to. <laughs> Similar reasons why your urine
0: smells after eating a lot of right. asparagus. Well, I mean, that's a little bit more appropriate because it's actually on the same track. <laughs> But yeah, we're not pre-seasoning cows by feeding them, you know, rosemary. I would love to. I absolutely would. That but, would be amazing. Right? Oh, oh, someone actually, I
1: don't someone somewhere. Want that because, like, there's different ways of seasoning beef depending on the type of cut. Oh sure. So I don't want rosemary. And not all,
0: all cuts work with each seasoning. So, like, I, I could definitely this do is that.
2: quickly turning into the beef podcast. I mean, we're
0: I'm down with this. You could. It's what for dinner? What's for dinner?
2: <laughs> Almost always it's at what Russ's for house, dinner? <laughs> except tonight. Were those all beef franks? I don't think they were.
1: Welcome to the podcast where your hosts sample a different scotch each season while we dive into current social, political, and economic issues each episode. This is Scotch and Socialism. Hi, welcome to Scotch and Socialism. Tonight we are talking about big tech regulation and social media.
2: Oh my. Woohoo. Uh
1: I am your resident What am I the resident of tonight?
2: Making this up on the spot? Yes. No. <laughs>
1: um I'm your resident Twitter influencer for the evening. Tw- what? Jake's Jake's a Twitter. I should probably actually s- I need to fix that. I'm your I'm Jake, your resident Twitter re- my gosh, I can't speak tonight. It's I'm fine. Jake. We can
2: fix it in post. I have to fix it in post. That's Shut
1: the go up.
0: I'm Jake, your resident Twitter influencer for the evening. <laughs> wow. I'm Russ, uh, your local tech who doesn't use tech. I don't use apps. I hate them. They drive me insane. And I'm sure I have no idea how most of these things work. I don't tweet. I don't twit. I don't Facebook. I don't. I hate apps. We
1: when I helped open the burger joint, we had um, Spokane's resident. Twitter. I know we'll get to him. Um, this is important. We had Spokane's resident Twitter influencer, like food influencers, come through. All and, two of them. Uh, no, surprisingly, like twenty. Um, well, including families. Uh, so, um We kept referring to them in the kitchen as twits. <laughs> that
2: that that sounds fair. Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. But then something else you could refer sure. to them that has a T, a W, and a T mm-hmm. in it, um, and a U.
0: Anyways, talking about you.
2: Not the word I was going for, but (laughs) close enough. And uh, yeah, I'm Griff, your resident tinfoil hat enthusiast. It's going to get real.
0: It's going to get real interesting.
1: (sighs) He's got a trailer he sells them out of. I
2: I have a website, thank you, (laughs) for tinfoil hat enthusiasts. Scotch and Socialism, isn't it? it no, it's not. <laughs> Unshameless plug? Shameless unplug? I don't know what that would be. Demoting. Like acoustic marketing? Like what, what are acoustic we talking about Acoustic marketing. Here? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> don't put that on the internet. Somebody's going to turn that into a scam.
0: <laughs> right. So we're talking about big tech, um, social media platforms. I'm guessing censorship because of all that. Uh, well,
2: Censorship is a tricky term, but yes.
0: Well, the limitations of said mm. platforms, because we have had we have a lot of platforms that exist today, right? Obviously, social media being some of them. Some of them are also just platforms for other venues. One of my personal favorite is Steam. I play a lot of video games, and I forget how long ago. It's been like probably four years now when they said that their platform is simply a platform. You can put whatever you want on it. We don't care, as long as it's not trolly and against the law because they had to have some level of control. Had to have an ounce of regulation. And, of course, anything they don't like falls in that trolley category, because that's pretty broad. Yeah, it's a nice, you know, relative.
2: Nice generic. That's very handy that they
0: have that. Yeah. But for the most part, they've actually been very true to their word, and they've let anyone who wants to produce a game put a game on their platform, which has created a bit of outcry, because there were some questionable games that came up.
2: So Steam's... Approach to regulation was basically a laissez-faire. We'll let the
0: market sort it out. Exactly. Pay with your, you know, vote with your wallets. Interesting. They, they've always said that. Whereas I've seen a lot of places like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I guess it's still Facebook, but you know, all the social media platforms mm-hmm. that kind of say, "Well, we have our terms of use. You cannot do certain things on our platform, even though it is our platform." You know, and that's of course where we get that those weird divides. We move out to like parlor and some of the free speech social platforms, which mm-hmm. I'm sure have their own issues, but. I don't use any of them, so I don't really care.
1: <laughs> deeply, deeply concerning security-wise, I would never trust any computer that got onto those domains.
0: Right?
2: Really? Oh yeah. Why?
1: Riddled with viruses. Well, this is like
2: Parler and
0: the other ones. Not necessarily. But I you would, would say, trust Facebook? Oh. I wouldn't trust Facebook.
1: I don't trust them for other reasons, but I don't. I don't security worry security, as much yeah, yeah, I don't worry as much about malware from there. The, the mm. problem
0: that you, well, the problem with Facebook malware specifically is the ads. They, yes, they try to vet as much as they can, but yep. unfortunately, you can slip in JavaScript ads that run other things that are not supposed to be run. Yep, CSV injection. Um, one of those. Not <laughs> there, but we
1: were just talking about that earlier, <laughs> and it shot my blood pressure through the roof. If yes. you're a developer, you know why. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. There's a lot of these other, you know, alternative uh, social media platforms that have been cropping up recently due to a, or as part of a response to Facebook and Twitter and a few others um, censoring content that gets posted to them. And well, not so, even
0: just censoring, but also labeling it as potentially oh, sure. factually incorrect I or would, not. Yeah,
1: I would argue that falls under the that's not bucket of censorship.
2: Yeah. I, it's, it's close to the umbrella. I wouldn't say that it's under yeah. the umbrella because it's still visible. Content moderation. Yeah. Content control. Yeah. Um, That's fair.
1: And so, like, all these other websites have popped up due to those. And we've had enough. Um, now, these websites I haven't heard a tremendous amount from, partly because Parler, I don't know if Parler's even active still. I think they Probably.
0: are. Probably. Um, what about Truth?
1: That oh, is God. not open yet. Uh, so, tr- Donald Trump's new um, social media platform, Called Truth, and there were accusations that he ripped off Facebook's logo. Facebook's logo is generic enough; it's a blue, it's, it's a, it's a blue icon with a with an F, yeah, lowercase letter on a blue background. I don't right. know why he chose the same color, and it's not even that close to the same blue. It's just a blue. Um, not. I feel like
0: a lot of the social. I mean, most of the social media has a blue tint, right? I mean, if you look at Twitter, it's a blue bird. If you look at mm-hmm. True, I mean, I mean, Snapchat mm-hmm. is yellow.
2: Instagram is kind of. I don't even know what Instagram is well, anymore. I would say Facebook, so. reds,
1: orange, purples. It's that gradient from 1980 or mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> 1998 PowerPoint, the horizon. Oh, yeah, there you go. Gradient. It's I that love color. that gradient. Right? Love it. Um, everything gets recycled constantly. So these platforms has popped up, but there have been other accusations talking about the security thing again. Like there was the
0: freedom phone. The freedom, that sounds fascinating. Wait, what is this? <laughs> oh, oh, you guys haven't heard no, about that. So, about this.
1: the Freedom phone was
0: this. Did they phone, spell it
2: F O N E? No. Oh, uh, did they spell it P H R E E D O M? No. Well, then they've missed a golden opportunity there.
1: Well, so it was billed as this phone that's like America first. Um, oh, God, I'm going to be non, sick. Non, <laughs> like no content moderation, including the App Store. So this really an Android phone. Right. So this is an Android phone not uh, using the Google App Store marketplace, which Google has pretty heavy control over, and they also moderate for yeah, you know you can, malware.
0: And <clears throat> you can root any phone to use any. Sure, APK exactly. You want. I mean, exactly. You but this f- phone comes pre
1: rooted and <gasps> pre filled with all of these other conservative mm. apps like Fox News, OAN, I think Newsmax was on there. Um Parlor. Um, Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it was built as this, like, yeah, it's the Freedom Phone. Nobody has, or nobody's going to censor anything on this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, American-made. It wasn't American-made. It was <laughs> OEM from, like, one of the cheapest ones that you can find on Alibaba. Of course. Um, From a manufacturer who was known to put spyware on every single that piece almost of sounds, hardware they sold.
2: That almost sounds like they did that on purpose.
1: I, honestly, it's a great scam. Right. It's a fabulous scam, especially because the guy who was... Um, installing new software on these phones and barely even doing that, honestly, um, was marking up the price. I think these phones sold for like $200 apiece, maybe on Alibaba, and that's not including a quantity discount. Yeah. Um, and he was selling them for like 6
2: Love it. It's a great but ma- it's, a it's, it's the most American fun. thing you can do. Yeah, oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I, I, world, I cannot man. fault him for being a very true American. But it was just like these... This kind of gets into the big... Or one of the big questions of tech regulation is um, like these big platforms sketchy as hell don't get me wrong facebook and we'll get into that um has done a lot of not great things um with your data with my data with um public content across the world right um but from a computer security standpoint oh sure it's rather safe Mm -hmm. nowhere is truly safe on the internet
0: No. And the problem with a lot of, well, any organization is you have to rely on humans, right? Yes. And if you have an admin, well, I'll give you a hint, an admin has access to virtually everything. Yes. Because they have to, that's how it works. You know, even working as a small business owner, working with other businesses, we have companies who have explicitly said, well, you know, you're our IT department, which means you have full access to all of our stuff, but we we don't want you to have access to our financials. I'm like, well, if you want me to delegate access to other people, I have to have access. That's mm-hmm. kind of how it works. Right. And so much like that is concerned, you know, in like Facebook and whatnot, there are admins that have full access to everything. You know, there was I think there was the guy on Twitter that actually turned off POTUS's account when Trump was in office, and almost got ejected, if not got fired. I don't know what actually happened there, but mm-hmm. the, he had he had tweeted something he probably shouldn't have, and, and they actually disabled their, his account without approval of the higher ups. Oh right. <clears throat> But it was it was fascinating. But they have that kind of access; they can potentially manipulate you know data as well. You know. It's-
1: oh, absolutely, yeah. Which gets into that whole question of like um, or. Not question, I guess question, and kind of conspiracy of like, ah, oh, Facebook is just changing things or blocking well, the content,
0: which they could. And I don't think they have though. I, I think they've done a very good job being public about, hey, we're gonna flag this post or we're gonna deny this mm, post. I or... think
2: they've taken stuff down. Well, and, they've and, taken stuff down is fine quietly, too.
0: but
1: they haven't changed. But they I, haven't mod- yeah, modified content.
0: They haven't Modif- actually censored something. Like Meaning if I say what? something questionable, like you know something something f, you know, let's go, Brandon. Love that one. Um, you See, know. that
1: one's probably not going to get moderated as much as conservatives are going to say, yeah, Facebook, you'll take that post down. No, that type of stuff. Well, they'll doesn't. take it down,
0: but they're not going to like obfuscate just that last part. It's like, oh, sure. Something, something, something. And then there's just a blank spot. It's like. Right. Or change the text. They're not going to change the text. They're, they're not going to touch right. that because that would that would open them up to a whole new world.
2: So <laughs> yeah. I don't think they have to, though. Because we talk about, you know, we think censorship, we have this image of like redacted files or, you know, big censored stencil over things. But deleting content is just as sensorial. Probably not the right word. Well, um, yes and no. But in, in the world of the internet,
0: you can't really delete anything. That's kind of the fun part. You can delete it off Facebook well, to a point where it's not easily accessible. Oh, sure. I mean, there's, so, you
1: there's can, that. And, then, and it's also like it's with Facebooks, it's often somewhat preemptive. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Like they before they it don't... posts, it yeah. never makes it to the exactly. page. Yeah.
0: No, I'm thinking more of like the Twitter. Who you know, people tweet terrible things and they go, maybe I shouldn't have said that, and they delete it. Yeah. Sure. There are websites that are archiving every single tweet that goes out, and they're very searchable, very accessible. Mm-hmm. So you can find anything. And the cool thing is, they even label stuff that's been deleted. Like they put a little flag on. it. It's like, oh, this has been deleted. Yep. Check that out. So yeah, if you ever want to have some fun, go dig through those archives and just look for deleted posts because they're yeah. fascinating.
2: I don't know if I want to go that far into the uh, backwaters of Twitterdom.
0: Oh, see so yeah, that the problem with that is this not even backwater. That's just you know slightly down the road to the left. Backwater is trying to find the uh, the Facebook archives that never actually got posted, but actually got posted somewhere because one of their employees oh. wrote an algorithm oh, to post stuff that was being removed. dark web, dark web. I hate you all.
1: Sorry. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's. Censorship is certainly a powerful tool. Um, I guess the question is, who has the right to censor? That is, I think, one of the biggest questions of our generation as we've gotten to this huge social media or the democratization of communication and information. um, Who does have the quote-unquote right to censor? Where does lack of censorship become a problem and where does um, over control or lack of free speech, I guess, also become a problem? Because I, you know, sitting very comfortable in my American city, very little turmoil going around us. The January 6th insurrection was probably the biggest thing we've had for the last 50 years, arguably. That's been like a nationals. Okay, no, not the biggest thing. Um, It's big. It's big. Yeah. Sorry, the most populated national security thing I don't know, because there were big things like um, 2001, yeah, and things like that. But as far as just sheer number of people acting,
0: mm. uh, so yeah, number of actors involved, definitely
1: not as in you know pretend actors. Sorry, computer term a bit. Uh, no, nor-
0: bad actors exist both in the physical realm and computers. Right, exactly. People, but the, yeah. when
1: you know when we're talking about actors, it's people doing things, yeah. not just faking things. So, anyways, um, but. You know, we live relatively comfortably here and relatively safely here in the United States, I should say. Now, there have been huge accusations, especially of Facebook, um, in causing a lot of... Or helping to cause, I should say, a lot of major problems within the world. I would argue uh, atrocities, like um, in Myanmar. Uh, The rounding up the Rohingya Muslim population has been... uh, Facebook has been accused of feeding that. Oh. Because of the way they're just not doing anything to content. slow it. Yeah. Well, and, and actively harming it because of the way they promote content. Sure. Content Content on Facebook and in most social media platforms is driven by engagement. The algorithm. The almighty algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> I actually
2: read an article, I think it was as in one of those highfalutin publications that came out after the Facebook papers surfaced that articles that elicit the angry reaction or mm-hmm. anger any type of way get churned more mm-hmm.
0: well it, it's any response right so they're, they're looking for time on page time on on item um number of clicks that kind of stuff yeah. anything that invokes an uh, emotional response doesn't matter if it's good or bad they find that negative usually works better which is unfortunate but that's how they promote, right? They're, and that's what's happening. If you if you write a, a headline that someone's going to disagree with, they're going to click on it. They're going to comment on it, which will be even better because yeah. that also forces it in the algorithm.
2: Well, any type of interaction will drive its score exactly. up to surface. So if you put higher more frequently, if you put
0: something warm and fuzzy, it's like, oh, bunnies are fluffy. No one's no, no one's one going to be like, you know. Rah! But but if I say, you know, bunnies are hell spawn, suddenly I get somebody's conversation. I get, gonna conversation, lean. I get people somebody's going to lean right. into that.
1: yeah. And so we see we see this coming up again with much more important topics than bunnies. Yes. Right. Um, and hey, bunnies the, are important. Bunnies are important and delicious. Um, but the whole reason that social media groups do this is because that's how they get revenue. Right? Oh, yeah.
0: Well, they're driving ad revenue because they've ensured that their customer base who right. are purchasing ads have so many impressions, so many clicks, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah. And so this is kind of where that stickiness, that sticky question comes up with content moderation is like, what is what is the line, and how do you do that? Because one of one of Facebook's, I'm going to call it excuse, because they definitely have the resources to start working on this, and they clearly haven't because it's been a long standing problem. But for example, Myanmar, the Rohingya Muslim issues, um, where people are actively killing people over this, yeah. Um, one of the big issues is that Facebook doesn't have a whole lot of people who can speak fluent um, Burmese. Yeah, well, any, any language,
0: really. I mean, that, that I think, I don't know where sure. I watched it or read it or whatnot, but there's something like less than like 5% of the posts that are not English have the ability to be scrutinized in some capacity because yeah. nobody can speak it.
1: Right, and, and I'd um, be surprised if it was all the way at 5%. Right? It's It's a lot of content that we're dealing with. Now, oh, yeah. do I think that Facebook has... Done a good effort of throwing resources at it. I honestly can't say because I'm not there. But evidence would say probably not. Yeah,
0: I would be surprised if they actually were. Well, I mean, just looking at the English side, right? Mm -hmm. There's there's a lot of issues. Like yeah, they do censor. Yeah, they do fact check or at least throw a little warning saying this is not you know potentially truthful. Um, But even that's I would say less than fifty percent of the posts that are probably needing it. You know, they're not throwing near enough resources even at that. Let alone right.
1: It's a lot of content, and then how how do you decide what needs to be censored?
0: Well, exactly, right? And it's really up to their platform terms of use, right? Right. Most of the places, Twitter and Facebook, have a, you know, we do not allow people to incite violence. Well, great. What does that look like in other languages? Mm-hmm. We don't know. <laughs> right. Know, what does English? that look like in English? I well, mean, we, I mean our, our language alone just our language changes so much.
1: <laughs> but also, something that incites violence could be totally innocuous to another person. Absolutely. There's we, been a we need lot to of take stuff.
0: action against the government. Yeah, was well, that? Is, is that violence? I ticketing? mean, picketing is that, sit-ins is that? Yeah, I mean, there's there's yeah. no context there. Exactly. And so that that's the problem, of course, with an AI being unleashed on a lot of these posts is is there is, there is no context. It doesn't understand in what way this was being said. And in some cases, it absolutely should be against terms of service. In other ways, not at all. Right. And that's where you have to basically have manpower. You have to have employees basically reading posts day in and day out, being like, all right, here's the context. Right, but not is just it... reading those posts. Oh, but understanding, right? Right. And finding context is really hard. It is, well, especially if you're not part of that group. And that mm-hmm. what's the fun part about that, right? So you're, you're talking about potentially circles of groups that exist on these social medias that have made themselves private which means the only people that can read them are themselves and the administrators. Sure. And those administrators are the ones who are tasked suddenly with, well, what is the context here? And they're not necessarily part of that group, which means they may not have additional information for mm-hmm. proper context. And so, yeah, I can see censorship at that level is kind of nuts. And I, I kind of have to you know, go back to the whole Steam thing. It's like, why not create a platform that simply says, this is a platform, you can post whatever you want. You get to deal with the, the repercussions. And- <laughs> Well, it's. It, I guess
1: for me, I would question like how it's done with Steam. It's still this kind of issue, this kind of idea of like the more, like views on a game or likes on a game, however that works with Steam, but also purchases on a game Purchase. is going to drive up mm-hmm. that content. Um, which so far for Steam and video games, it's generally pretty innocuous, well, especially it's, because it's going yeah. to be mostly the big AAA. Um, you
2: see the difference there is that the majority of Steam users are consumers. Whereas with Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, there's equal opportunity for you to be a consumer and a producer. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely
1: and you're you know, you're finding like minded people and engaging with them right. there. Whereas like on someplace like Steam, you might find a little bit of engagement.
2: Sure. There's there's more vertical engagement with the producer rather than horizontal, horizontal. With, with other users. Now right. you can have users. groups of friends that play the same game, but You're not talking about it on the same order of magnitude or or
0: level that you are with, you know, fomenting political turmoil. The issue we run into, as far as I'm aware, is places like Facebook and whatnot are not, they are held liable for what happens on their platform. Steam is not. Sure. Um, And I think that's really where this kind of breaks down is because they're held liable, they have to protect themselves. They have to protect their businesses. And so they won't allow you to do stupid things because they can't but they do allow you to do stupid things too oh, in some contexts i think a lot
2: it of might be more of a you know there's no way you're ever going to squash every questionable post or oh, no. redirect every questionable post so i don't know maybe they're taking this well good
0: faith effort well which they're, is they're very doing the nebulous. Middle, right that that's what they're doing <sighs> they they're effectively saying we've been told that we have to regulate our platform in some capacity and we took that to mean this, and if they need to correct us, they'll let us know, you know. And that's it's the unfortunate part, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's I would argue they're barely even doing that, but well, I mean, they are still being fined
0: on certain things, so yeah, yeah. just
2: not a lot, yeah. not like it matters. Yeah, no. well, no, I, making. I, it, I do
0: love the cost of business being fines because you know, if as I've said, I think previously on one of our podcasts, if something's illegal and the the outcome of it is paying a fine, it's only illegal to the poor people,
2: right? It's like, yeah, it's only prohibitive, or it's only it's only going to incite major changes amongst populations that don't have the. Yeah, money it to or it won't it.
1: incite changes because people don't have the ability to, uh, because you've just taken away all of their money. Yep. So, anyways, on that depressing note, I think it's time for a scotch break.
2: God, I'm going to freaking need it.
1: This is your regularly scheduled Scotch Break. Welcome to the Scotch Break. Uh, you know, tis the season and all of that. Griff has decided that we should
2: try a special drink. It's not that special. It's really not that special. Uh-huh. And
0: surprisingly, for the time of year, it's not pumpkin spice. Well,
2: uh, pumpkin spice was last month. Thank that's you. That's true. Oh, is it? Is that yeah. Well,
1: and I don't know. It depends on when this episode's going to release. It it kind of
2: flows through. I feel like oh. pumpkin spice really like it's a Starts thing. to climb in late September. Is it that early then, now? My and goodness. then really peaks mid to late October, and then trails off a little bit as we head into the late year holiday. Well, haven't season. you noticed
1: like the pumpkins have been getting smaller and smaller each year? It's inflation, I it's, Well, it's because they're draining all of the pumpkin spice from them. The true conspiracy.
0: Yeah. Pretty sure I can dig a hole the side of a body in my backyard. <laughs> Probably.
2: So anyways, what is this it's drink thing you concocted though? for us, Chris? It's not, it's not even that crazy. It's just... That's fair. I was having, just experimenting. I was having apple cider the other night and I've seen people, I don't like doing this, but people putting fireball whiskey in there Cinnamon whiskey, if you, you know, want to get generic. And it's like, huh. I can understand mixing things with garbage whiskey. I've offended half of our listeners just by calling all three of them. Garbage. Yeah. It's like one thing you don't see a lot is people mixing things with like single malt scotches, really. Because they're kind of a drink them on their own, appreciate them on their own. And were we sampling a, you know, three figure bottle of scotch, I would not be doing that.
1: No. No, 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 no. This is like, Glenfiddich is the scotch that we're still on it's for the season. It's not
2: bad scotch. No, and it's, it's pretty not, decently priced. It is. It's a good kind of value scotch experience. I have bought
1: liquors that are specifically meant for cocktails that are more expensive than this.
2: Right. So I don't feel
1: bad about mixing it in, other than right. that it is scotch.
2: It's still, though, single malts is not something you typically associate with with cocktail making of any kind. You know, some people will mix, you know, Coke with it or or water, soda, whatever, scotch and soda. But I thought, huh, what if we tried it with, uh, with apple cider? So make up some apple cider, you know, tis the season, put a splash of Glenfiddich in there. It's not a very smoky scotch. So I don't think that you're going to get a huge contrasting flavor punch. You know, if we were to use like a, uh, Brooklyn Octomore, one of the heaviest peated scotches out there, this would be an unmitigated disaster.
1: I f- I do want to experiment with a cocktail using some really sort of peated scotch. Hmm. Well, I mean, we
2: smoke, the we is, smoke
1: cocktails all the time now. True, we're filthy millennials. But
2: the problem is peated. Pita- the problem is really heavily peated. Scotches are usually very expensive. They're That's well. Different. They're on the higher end. They're on the higher end. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You're looking at least fifty to sixty a bottle for something yeah. quality. Anyway, so what we did, we took we took just budget apple cider from the store, did your apple cider thing, and we put a splash of glenfitic in there. We're gonna see what happens. You're gonna hear it in real time. Slancha, slancha.
1: It's not bad.
2: It's not I it's feel like really it's wrong. But did we I tasted need, do a little we
1: bit need more. more. No, I tasted a little bit of the scotch. Like it's. I tasted so, a hint of it. As far as like mixing a whiskey in something like this, it's scotch seems to have the wrong profile for me.
2: Okay. Fair. It's
1: Not astringent or bitter in this. I don't know. It feels. This is going to sound so bougie. It feels really tight, on the mouth. That's the only way that I really That's can probably a describe it. Very interesting way to describe it. Whereas, like you know, a bourbon. Yeah. In apple cider would feel much more. You know, you've got a little bit more depth. You've got a lot of the spicing that happens with bourbons, right. as it is. Um, whereas Scotch, not that it doesn't have depth, it just has. It goes in a different direction.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Now, for- Gr- I, I have to say for our listeners, Griff is also one who loves to experiment with the Scotch. True, I do. Yeah, you were the we've, one who we've tried. Done, we've done marshmallows. In marshmallows. That's in right. We've, we've done graham crackers, which also turned out terribly. Apparently, the marshmallow yeah. dissolved.
2: The marshmallow did kind of liquefy, right? Um, I tried steak once. No, that was bourbon. Never mind. So that would be yeah, um, yeah. Scotch is, and I think that kind of goes back to you not seeing. And I'm probably gonna get roasted in the comments by our four listeners. <laughs> it's not something I typically associate with mixing of any kind. Sure, you and know,
1: it's, and I wonder how much of that is due to its flavor profile. Versus, you know, just the general pretension that's risen sure. up around Scotch. That's, like, I, uh, that's a good point. I definitely gave Griff tons of crap about mixing Scotch and budget apple cider, but also, like, do what you want. I, I don't. Act, we don't stand on ceremony. I don't ceremony. like the pretension we that develops in in yeah. We don't kink shame. Um, <laughs> I don't like the pretension that's developed in like the food world. Yeah. Uh, and beverage. Beverages, and culture, liquor, liquors. Could that be an episode at some point? What's I'm that?
0: Just the pretentiousness of foods and drinks. Oh, absolutely! That would yeah. be amazing. That would be a really I good episode. Need to do more research,
1: but yes, that would be awesome. It, yeah,
0: because there's there's, there's been like a lot paws. of
2: trends. Right? Yeah, there's faux pas, but there's been a lot of like shifting trends and some things that used to be like eh, are now more
1: lobster. It's like on a cycle.
2: Yeah, or, lobster used to be fed to prisoners because I thought it was garbage, mm-hmm. and now yeah, cheap and easy to find. And now. It's still cheap and easy to find, but now they sell it for eighty times sixty-four percent, (laughs) sixty-four x markup. So, hey, if you want a side hustle, find some lobster. There you go.
1: Getting back to our topic tonight, talking about social media and um, regulations thereupon.
2: So, So are 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 these platforms absolved of responsibility?
1: That's a really good question. Because what Legally are they responsible, they're not. What Why? What are they responsible to?
2: See, but this is where we get into less of a legal angle for our argument and more of a ethical, philosophical, you know how much I love these, angle for this. It, it becomes less of a matter of do they, don't they, must should, they, should they, must they, must they not. It turns into should. Yeah. And as we all know, should is the worst word in the English language. Well, especially when it deals with capitalism, right? Well, not only are you dealing with capitalism, you're also dealing with and this is and this is what the core of, of social media has done and its mission despite what well latent mission is it has democratized information sure it has democratized social commentary and social information which is proving to be very problematic in a lot of ways because yes you can get some really great organic wholesome movements wholesome is kind of a weird word but you can get some good movements sure. you also get 800 tons of crap
0: yeah well it goes back to the why the algorithm does what it does it, it's based on views it's based on commentary it's based on but see, interaction
2: that's to drive and see this if you haven't seen the movie the social the documentary the social dilemma it's great there's a line in that documentary i don't remember who says it but they said if you're not paying for it you're the product." Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And we've bought into this social media zeitgeist wholeheartedly, and I don't care. People are like, oh, we're not on social media. You're on social media somewhere. If you're not, a, yeah, it's cool not to be on Facebook anymore. They're all going to TikTok. They're all going to Instagram right. or Reddit or youtube or whatever the, pick your platform, or the platform du jour platform, yeah. seriously oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely
1: and i mean like all for all of my misgivings about social media i'm on a lot of it a decent
0: amount of the time well, it's good information exchange right sure you, and you can it's... pick your your little circle of friends and you can share information i've i've contemplated it multiple times because i i don't use facebook for the most part like mm-hmm. i have a, my, my business exists i randomly find articles to post weekly or so just to keep you know my my name in the algorithm right i got to keep up with the algorithm right but myself, it's like I, if I have something interesting that, that's happening in my life, I will usually text a few people, I'll hang out a few people, and that's it. Like a, There's like a circle of probably 10 people that get to hear about it. Would it be more convenient if I could post it on somewhere and be like, oh, hey, here's what's going on. Just everyone can read it if they want. Sure. Probably. And then it depersonalizes it. It does, and that's my opinion. That, that's how I feel about it. Right, which is, I mean,
1: yes and no. I think I this is where I'm like I kind of just hope that um, things like Mastodon take off. Uh, Mastodon is like a uh, distributed social media platform. It's very basic. It doesn't have any like any of the big features that Facebook does. You can add them in and things like that. But it's just a platform that you yourself can host, and you can create these like small cells of social media platforms that make sharing um, big things really easy. Right. Sure. Uh, but at that point, text groups. Seriously. sure but, but beyond i think te- but it's like usability at that sure. point like a text group beyond more than 3 people is annoying and it's oh, hard no. to search and all these things like as as opposed to facebook where i Which can is look it's really back.
0: annoying more than fourth you know three people and hard to search and
1: well yeah okay yeah it's different <laughs> levels of annoying i can i can much more easily filter stuff out and i sure. can much more easily search for something okay um cuz for me what i use facebook primarily for what I should be using it primarily for, although I do my fair share of doom scrolling um, is like hosting photos up so mm-hmm. that I can access them and look at them later. Now there are other platforms for this too, but you know, Facebook also gives me the option to share those things. And i love to see other people's photos. Absolutely. Big life things and stuff like that.
2: I don't know if we're going to move to a post social media stage. I don't think it's one of those, you know. Oh, I think
0: the definition it, of social media will change mm-hmm. uh, as the platforms grow.
2: Maybe to an extent. But what we've what social media and a lot of these tech things in general have done is oh God, I'm trying to it's I'm trying the best way to explain it. They've allowed the human condition and the human environment to be broadcasted and then responded to. Oh yeah. That's all they are. And they can dress it up however they want. They can put any kind of gimmick on it that they want. But now that people have gotten a taste for this, there's n- I don't think there's any way to revert or I don't know if we're even going to hit a point where we have this collective awakening. Oh, that sounds really cheesy. Where we're like, "Oh, this is actually not good. You know, this is, this is a harmful thing because if, because even if you have, you know, more of the kind of DIY punk rock sites like Parlor or Mastodon or any of these things, you know, you're just, you're, you're, you're changing, you're changing small things about it at its core. What we've done is irreversible. And so even if you had a mass exodus from Facebook, people will be attracted to these various platforms. Oh, we've
0: seen that in the past. We've moved from Friendster to MySpace to Facebook to whatever the next one's going right. to be. Because e- because whatever at the their core
2: Facebook all price, of right? these things do the same thing and that's what people have latched on to. You know, and okay, maybe in 10 years Facebook is, you know, significantly less powerful than it is now. People are going to go somewhere else. You know, it's just like fads and drugs. You know, they reflect kind of the time, the the feeling of the time. But you know, in the in the fifties, it was you know heroin and pills. In the sixties, it was acid. In the seventies, who knows? Eighties, it was coke. Nineties, it was you know. Every decade has its drug. Well, every kind of generation is going to have has its social, social media, media, media mm-hmm. yeah. which has the same neuroreceptive responders that drugs do. You know? Oh, absolutely. Which is like, there have been fascinating.
1: huge correlations with addiction. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Things like social media, sure. and it's and I can totally see it. Like Facebook for me is not one that I have too much trouble getting away from. Uh, I have fallen down the TikTok hole. Send help. Uh, <laughs> right.
2: I have TikTok and Instagram on my phone. I've never opened either of them.
1: And yeah, and for each person, it's going to be like the way that that interaction is driven is going to be different. And some people aren't going to have that same whatever receptor that um, that a lot of folks get, including myself with. Social media, and I've I've seen a more and more of a movement to like in Christian circles we call it fasting from social media, um, where you know you decide to take a month or three months off of social media and you deactivate your account or you just don't open it and you yeah. remove
0: the app, right? Um, See, I have to set a reminder on my calendar to actually post something to post something week, on Facebook because yeah. I will never go on. Yeah,
1: that. and I like I have to. Occasionally, stop myself because I'll start into these doom scrolling sessions where, and it's the it's the algorithm; it's showing me content that's going to piss me off.
0: Well, it's Be- going to get a, a response from because you because it
1: gets a response from yeah. me, and I don't even have to interact with the content, right? Nope. Like, well, it's- you, you do though. That's the thing. Oh, right, right, right. Stopping your personally- scroll,
0: stopping your scroll, is enough for the algorithm to right. say, "Oh, he stopped here." Yes, I
1: don't and- have to personally comment nope. or like what I would call interacting with the yes. con- with the content. That's but why it still it's happens. such an amazing and- algorithm. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> amazing and terrifying. I and would say it's more terrifying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Behold, or look upon my wonders, ye mighty in despair. Look
2: upon my works, ye mighty in despair. Yeah. My great, great, great uncle wrote that. Percy Shelley wrote Ozymandias. Great poem. It's like six lines. Anyway. Very cool. Yeah. We're in the room with royalty tonight. I was going to say, I didn't know we were. Not really. It's just literary nerddom. I got there. I got writers all over the place in my family. It's stupid. We're going to cut this out later. Uh, Sure, we are. Anyways, <laughs> right. So uh, So, going
0: back to the whole social media platform mm-hmm. thing, I feel like the other platforms, the smaller ones especially, aren't held up in the limelight as much and therefore don't have the same liabilities as, say, Facebook or Twitter does. You know, because Facebook is obviously center stage when it comes to sure. what's the newest scandal of the day. Twitter, too. Yeah. Facebook and Twitter easily are the. What that to say? And you just, I think you just highlighted Facebook. Pretty sure I said explicitly Twitter, but you know, cool. Um, We'll go to the tapes later. Anyways, <laughs> some of the smaller ones like Parlor, and some of the upcoming ones, Mastodon, Truth, or whatnot, uh, depending on their their context, right? God, may I hate, never I hate that name, but continue. Well, oh, they all they all they're terrible, right? Yeah, like
1: Truth is just so on the nose.
2: <sighs>
0: yeah, privateer. Cringy. Go Waza.
1: privateer. <laughs> or at least that one's fun. <laughs>
0: uh, but no, it's it's. I feel like they're not held to the same standard because they're not as big. It kind of goes back to our, you know, massive callback to our first episode, first season of cancel culture. If you are a large enough influencer, you become censored. If you're not large enough, no one cares.
1: Yeah. Sure. It's – and I think that's okay, I guess.
0: It's not level playing field.
1: No. But... It, it
0: gives people a chance to get a foothold, which is interesting. You know, things like parlor where it's like still a small community – they're not held to the same standard that Facebook is, which means they don't have to censor themselves. Well, I think sure. it's because
2: their sphere of influence is marginally smaller.
0: For now. But what if that were to shift? What if everyone just decided to migrate to parlor instead of Facebook? Then you'd
2: have the same issues coming up there. And that's why I think that's where, it comes back to, that's where it comes back to the point I was making is that it doesn't matter what platform it is. When it becomes the, the dominant platform. force, right, one of the three, because there's you know, whatever number, comes when it becomes yeah. one it, of the household names, yeah, then it becomes the one that's gonna get the most scrutiny. Right, yep, which absolutely.
1: ultimately like what, so we're we're talking about censorship in platforms and the responsibilities thereupon and things like that. So why why has, and we probably should have started the podcast a little bit more with this though we talked about it earlier. Why has censorship become such a big topic? why do people why like we know why people arguably are against it right is because they don't want their content censored uh govern evil big government 1984 blah 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 blah. right but why you know why is this idea of censorship and not even censorship but content moderation um so important right now like i i briefly touched on the rohingya muslim Mm -hmm. crisis in Myanmar. um but we've seen other things like we've seen covid and vaccine misinformation uh, and just misinformation about diseases in general uh, misinformation about what happened in the last election
0: here in the states yep. well, like d- just, you know to a lesser extent just any event right mm-hmm. uh, if you look up your local news generally speaking you're going to have some weird headlines that are like oh this happens and you go research and it's like actually no close right. but no <laughs> you know and that's i think that's really the thing It's like people People who are content creators tend to create things to sensationalize. I mean, it's, it's a oh, common yeah. thing. They want to get attention mm-hmm. because that's why they're there, right? They're making content because they want to be seen. On the other half of it, if you can invoke, again, back to the emotional response side, your con get, content gets more promotion. you know? So if you're looking for that spotlight, make the most controversial content you can. That's kind of how it rewards people. Right. So is that how
1: we deal with the issue then? Instead of saying, no, you're not allowed to post... X, Y, or Z content, which honestly, I I get a little fuzzy on that because anybody can go out and launch a web server. Like, I I could teach my grandparents how to do it in about 10 minutes. Would yeah. they be able to update it and run it long-term? Yeah, Maybe not. not. But that's neither, that's not really... But they could post their ideas there. on a completely uniform platform yes. that
0: anybody could read and have zero censorship. Yeah.
1: A WordPress site yeah. takes 10 minutes to set up these Absolutely. days. If that. And so... Um, like there, there's that question of like, does it matter that these platforms are moderating content, in the you know in the direction like concern for free speech sort of thing because your free speech is not limited. If we're talking about hosting web content here in the states, it's really not limited. No, not really. Um Now, I think the the other, e- I think the
0: ease of use is where the problem comes in.
1: Ease of use for sure, but the other side of that is like, so what about these major major crises that are being um, perpetuated, arguably? By Facebook, like the range of Muslim crisis sure. in Myanmar, which is going to be the big one that I keep coming back to, right? Um, ultimately, like, there's, there's an issue of bad information, misinformation, outright lies there. Same thing happened with a lot of the stuff that hit us here in the mm-hmm. States. Um, but instead of just saying, no, you're not allowed to post that, or even labeling it as completely false, like, the, the, one of the reasons why we feel like we need to have all of this content moderation is because that controversial content is what keeps getting pushed by marketers, yep. effectively. I say the algorithm. It's, it's Algorithms are written by people and chosen by
2: algorithms people. Algorithms are just tools. And I don't care about machine learning
1: taking over blah, blah, blah. We know, we know what the output, we have seen the studies of these machine learning algorithms that have um, been trying to moderate content. It has, when you write machine learning code, it has your biases built in. Absolutely.
0: No and matter even, what. And even the bias isn't necessarily there. I mean, yes, there will be some, but I feel like it, it's, again, it goes back to if it invokes an emotional response. Sure. Which unfortunately for us, anger is one of our strongest emotional responses. Right, exactly. And so like
1: getting, you know, getting finally to my point, what I was thinking uh, is basically just somehow getting companies to drop that style of engagement.
0: Well, and some some have like some advertisers explicitly say you cannot put my content near violence, near guns, near. Well, I'm not even you know, saying like violence, that. guns, etc. Well, no, I'm just saying there, just there talking... are some level of, of censorship that's happening from sure. the from the actual purchasers, which, of is, this, which, which is which is cool. weird because you think capitalism would trump that, right? I know, right? Which it does in many cases. Oh yes, like
1: mm-hmm. this is this is minor. I'm not talking about just not putting it with or not putting ad revenue with you know controversial topics. I'm talking about just not promoting controversial topics over anything else. Well, yeah, but how
0: do you how do you tell the difference? That's the problem.
1: Well, they're actively doing something. Just drop that something. Like don't push specific content. Sure.
0: And that censorship? And that's Is that, it? I was gonna say that's worse than is yeah. not Isn't
1: isn't pushing content a type of censorship though? It is.
0: Yeah. It's a proactive censorship as far as it, it's yeah. it's a So it's we're a still doing censorship. the same
1: thing. I'm not saying don't let people don't let people see it. I'm You're not saying, saying push I'm the other direction. I'm not. I know. I'm saying drop the push. Yeah. It's what not if we don't push, well,
2: push at all, what if we took these search algorithms out of, of the equation? No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Altogether, and instead of having an
0: organized like, well, actually, actually have just something a clean, you know. And so you just just have a, a pool. Yeah. Or and round robin. If, if any of our listeners have a chance, drop yourself into a VPN using imp- incognito mode in Chrome. Go check out Facebook. Go check out Google search results. Go check out YouTube. You will get wildly different results. It's fascinating uh-huh. what's actually happening in the world. That's- but
2: see, I think this is—I think this is the double-edged sword, indicative of the human condition—is that we don't want to see. Oh no. We things that are we like our echo chambers. unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. we like our. We echo chambers. want to, well. Where's where's this? Where's CNN? Where's Fox yeah. News? Where's the stuff I want?
0: AP News, BBC,
2: and that's the problem. You know? is that it will it will give you exactly what you want. Yep. Unfortunately, what people want is not always productive for the larger whole. Well, it's not always and true. It's either. not
1: even productive for them all the time. Yeah, and that's you know that's why. I, I so want to say, like, everybody should just switch over to DuckDuckGo, which is a search engine that's ostensibly not pulling a lot of the same stuff that Google does, um, which is the same stuff that we've been talking about, mm-hmm. like driving certain content your way based on previous searches and other history. Um, but also, it is so much harder for me to find relevant, like, just data. relevant stuff yeah. on on DuckDuckGo.
0: Well, that's the thing is, doing, doing a Google search with with my system logged in as under my profile. If I start with the word, you know... CSV. The next word is probably exploit <laughs> just because that's – You
1: just want me to throw something I, tonight, I do. don't you?
0: No, it, it, but that's the context, right? Like right. everything I'm looking up is going to be generally a technological item. It's not going to be something specific to anything else in the world. Mm-hmm. So I could put any generic – I could put curtains for God's sakes so and I'd probably come up with some weird technical thing. <laughs> um, but that's just how the algorithm feeds me stuff because I'm always looking for technical. I'm right. never looking for house furnishings. <laughs> like that's not a thing. Um, when I do search for such things in DuckDuckGo and other, you know, non, I want to say biased uh, search engines or at least non-profiled uh, search engines, I can't find anything because there's so much other stuff that contains that word or contains right. that content.
1: Which maybe, I mean, that's arguably a lost art to us, right? It like is. Before Google really became this big, massive thing in well, it, our it lives. It became our concierge. Right. Well, like, it's, Go it's, find it's,
0: this for me. Not not for you, but go find it for me. Right, it, exactly.
1: It's and it's become so ubiquitous in our lives oh, too. Yeah. Like well, I can't I can't count how many times I Google something in a day. Um, but you know we didn't used to have access to that type of information. And if you really honestly did want to go out and do real research, research it for yourself using the big buzzword for the year. Yep. Um, then or excuse me, do your own research. Sorry, that's the big buzz phrase. Um, Then you would actually have to go to a library, start searching through. If you you were real fancy, you had a computer system. Sometimes you were looking through microfiche, trying to find information or sorting through an index card catalog, reading through several different books. um, And those books were published by people who had some sort of resource to actually get them published, which takes money and time and All these things, which we can get into the biases that are going to be inherent in those because to have money is going to give you a certain amount of bias. Um, But we've lost the ability or really the attention span to do honest um, truth searching, I would say.
2: Lost the ability to do honest truth searching.
1: The we attention
0: have, span. I was gonna say we don't have the attention span to actually go read a medical article or to read a. Usually don't have article. access either. Well, For there's sure. that.
1: There's that too, and that that's been that's also a,
0: a falsism that really drives me insane. Well, yeah,
1: I mean now with um, people who what's
0: people who publish articles want you to read them. If you go find an article, that's under a paywall. Go contact the actual author. Right. They will send you the article. They right. do not care. They would love to have you read. That it seems
2: like a lot of steps to post something snarky back in response to a family member's
0: comment. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't use Facebook. That's fair. That seems like a lot. I'm looking at Jake now. <laughs> yeah. But no, and that's exactly it, right? No one has time to go look up stuff because I just need to tell Aunt Karen she's wrong.
1: Yeah, which, so that's kind of where I get to. If I can't fix, and I've
0: I've effectively given up on
1: fixing the social media problem, um, I it has to come down back to uh, a change in the way that humans interact,
2: right? Good luck with that. The, and, well, okay, yeah, this is getting into the <laughs> Soon whole Gandhi, we'll have Martians and we won't have this problem.
1: Right. This goes back to the whole Gandhi, be the change that you want to see in the world, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. Like this, is, this problem of you know, finding and believing everything that you see on Facebook or getting into our own echo chambers, causing more and more extremist behavior or things like that is... Uh, rooted so much further down than the social media platforms these platforms have taken advantage of that oh absolutely don't get me wrong and so like what if the you know if the fix isn't in regulating these social media platforms which i guess we haven't really talked about our final thoughts on that but what if the fix is actually just in humanity
0: <laughs> then we're all screwed. Yeah,
2: well, that, that's another episode. Over. Yeah, this that's is, our This is getting on should into should we our... save the human race? Yeah. We 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 blew this way up. It happens. <laughs> How do but, we I, fix humans? Mm. I mean,
1: yeah, it, that's I, I that's the, that uh, that feels to me like the next step oh, sure. though. If social media can't be fixed, we have to fix humans. That's well, because I
2: social media is just an outlet.
0: Right. And the thing is, I don't think social media is. I think it can be fixed. I just think the fix isn't necessarily. Moderation or censorship or anything like that. So what is it? I think it's the fact that we have to actually call it what it is. It's a social media platform, but it's also a massive area for free speech. You will encounter things that are untrue. You will encounter things that are not valid or not your way of thinking. Um, I think 4chan, unfortunately, I hate to say this, actually did it quite well. Um, That little cesspool of the internet. Um, But they knew what they were. Yeah. You, you go to you go to 4chan, you're going to the the dark alleys of the internet. I Let mean, me ask
2: you this. Does 4chan use algorithms or anything like that to boost like content no. into your stream? No, it is, that's strictly, the difference. It is strictly a platform. And, that's it's, the, not, and it's
0: not, it's not advertisable. That's the other thing. That's the difference. Just to my knowledge, I don't think they've moved I over to that. I don't think so. I feel yeah, like I've, they could. I have. feel like no one I've would. I've not touched that with a 10 foot pole. Right? But that's just it. Everyone knows that, that what it is. Everyone right. understands that if you go there, it, these are opinions of the people. There is nothing here that you should trust. Without it's the Wild thing. West. In fact,
1: the, in general, you should trust nothing. nothing. You but should Facebook, actively distrust
0: it. Facebook comes off as, oh, we're a social media platform. We can be trusted. Anything on us. We're well, going to moderate it for you. It, right? yeah, your friends are saying it. But we're going to moderate it for you so that you know that it's true, that you know that it's valid. And they can't moderate all of it. That's the problem. Right. If they legitimately could, I'd agree with that statement. They need to change, you know, their little tagline. Facebook, it's all shit. I would, I'd buy that.
2: Right? Well, I think we need, need to, to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> that's <laughs> hmm. okay. <laughs> well, I could do that. Yeah. That's where the distinction starts to really happen, though, is that face. You know, if we look at 4chan, where it's it's a it's the Wild West. Oh yeah. You know, there's there's no moderation one way or the other. There's no algorithm one yep. way or the other. That's the problem. Is that Facebook? You know, like, oh, it's it's you know, free speech, blah blah, all this stuff. But then they lay this framework yep. of algorithms and you know monetization, monetization and, and service agreements and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. And all of a sudden, it's not. The wild west it's the slightly disorganized midwest right you know, sorry to our listeners in chicago um but it, it, that's where that line starts to starts to blur and i think that's where you get into their question of responsibility that's yep. something i've wanted mm-hmm. to talk about is that it was easier for me to buy the argument for people unfortunately to be like nope we bear no responsibility all we've given you is a blank page giving you a platform we've given you a blank page and you guys have done this with it. Yep, We wash our hands of it. Now, whether or not they should be able to, it's a different question. But, but, Facebook, but that's you how have,
0: Facebook comes off. Facebook says, this is just a platform. You can post whatever you want. See, but it's want. not just a platform. And that's, that's the problem. It's because
2: there are machinations inside Facebook that make it uniquely what it is, at least in a social media context. It's yeah. not like a you know CNN website that I think pervert that notion of it being just a platform. Exactly. And I don't think
0: they publicize that. I don't think enough people realize that. If there was just a big banner on the front page that says everything you read here could be you know false, you know, check Snopes, you know, do something. You know, I think that'd be great. I think the the general public, if you ask anybody about Facebook, they're gonna say, oh well it's just people posting what their their opinions are. Well it is except for it's not because you believe everything on there.
2: (laughs) Well even if it was just people posting their opinions there are inner workings underneath Facebook under the surface that make it inorganic. And I think that's where it starts to be problematic is that on the one hand, you've got these organic platforms where, yeah, free speech really does have more of a framework and a hierarchical role to play. And then you've got things like Facebook and Twitter, which will feed you what you ask for, right? And they'll, on a freaking conveyor belt. And that's where I think you start getting into there being merit for more regulation sure. and that it's not just a social, it's not just another news channel. It's user generated content that is then cultivated mm-hmm. and, you know, spread in very calculated ways. To, so to
1: drive revenue.
2: Yep. Yeah. To and drive, to drive the, attention and revenue. Hey, hey, that
1: people don't really understand. Like I've talked with people about well, no the, the quote unquote censorship of, social media platforms like Facebook and things like that because I've got a lot of conservative people in my life conservative Republican let me put it that sure. way um, that will go off about the Facebook and the Twitter um, you know Jeff or not Jeff Bezos um, Mark Zuckerberg deleted this post five times or whatever no he didn't um, like factually he didn't and also Facebook probably did not delete that post five no. times you're just resharing the same meme over and over again um, but it's, you know, people have to realize that the content that they see is there to drive revenue to whatever platform they're seeing it on. Yep. And if we can realize that, which is the same, t- it's been this, it's a tale as old as freaking yeah. time, yeah, right? Have, this hasn't changed. This, this is tabloids. This is yeah. newspapers that, especially newspapers that had higher ad content. This is regular media. Content. Yeah, this is, this is just media over and over again. What you're posting and what you are seeing is not... Special people can p- and Facebook lets you post the and repost these. Mark Zuckerberg deleted this, Which whatever BS I, oh, over the, and over again because irony. because it drives their revenue. Yep, yeah, that post gets clicks. Yes. well, and that's
2: why you know they would, and I think that's why you see stronger censorship here, or at least stronger, a more heavy-handed approach to moderation here, comparatively to issues in Southeast Asia that we're seeing Facebook catalyze in that they don't want to lose ad revenue because, you know, someone associated this violent movement with, you know, Folgers or whatever. (laughs) How many times do we read about, you know, such and such brands are dropping their sponsorship of some talking head, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is no longer going to sponsor the Rush Limbaugh show or whatever because they disagree with them. Well you've got that same you've got that same framework of events happening on Facebook to an extent but targeted in various mm-hmm. places. You know, maybe advertisers in other parts of the world that don't have quite as much oversight or quite as stringent oversight don't care as much yep. if their marketing content is associated with horrific human rights Violations.
0: They just—they just want vis- they want visibility. They, they want, want They want clicks. Yep.
2: All mm-hmm. comes down to clicks. Yep. Clicks are currency, mm-hmm.
0: right? And that's things. I, I feel like it's—it's it's up to the brands to really hold themselves accountable. You know, and I think Nestle is a good example of that. They basically said, if if, it, if the post contains anything questionable, we don't want to be near it. And so they, which don't, is hilarious because Nestle. Right? I know, right? But it's—it's one of those things where it's like suddenly their brand is not associated with these posts, which means. Facebook doesn't have incentive to push those brands or those, those posts right. for that brand. Right. If all brands did that, they wouldn't have a reason to post those, you know, they wouldn't have a reason to push those. to the Yeah.
1: Outcome. That it's just moderating content in a different way.
0: Well, it is.
2: So why, why do a lot of these quote unquote platforms feel that they have no obligation to, I'm I'm not intentionally trying to like mm-hmm. pick on any one or the other, but we say we're just a platform. Yes, but without your platform, potentially these you know
1: these things don't happen. Like
2: with ill great, events don't with, happen.
1: Yeah, with great influence, I will say comes great responsibility. Right. right? It's you know we would we would say that of any political leader. Yep. Um, whether or not they are officially in power. Your influence has direct effect on many people. A little can, bit, Spider Man, but that's fine. Well, I mean, that's I was ripping <laughs> no, off of that, right? I was, I was waiting for that. And so, no, like your your influence, is, depending on how big of a influencer you are, can literally cre- like cause life or death situations. Absolutely. And so, like, we would hold individual leaders up for accountability. For the actions that they chose, I think that it's perfectly within the realm of reason to hold companies like Facebook, excuse me, Meta. Oh, kill Meta. me. Kill me now. Um, <sighs> and and Twitter and Google and all these companies just as responsible. It's We don't do it because they're a corporation, which is a very odd mm. American idea.
2: I a counter that. Continue. Uh,
1: okay. I, I It seems like we don't do it because it's uh, they're corporations. And so like i i think holding them responsible i think the way that the that congress especially god every any time congress tries to reg or reg, regulate or legislate tech it makes me it want goes to well, doesn't throw it? something um the way that they've been trying to do it or groups have been trying to do it i think is the wrong way i don't think that censorship or marking articles as potential misinformation or whatever is the appropriate way we need to honestly i would argue stop tell these companies no you don't get to uh push content that drives likes and stuff because we know it just drives controversy and it drives misinformation
2: two questions wouldn't that infringe on the first amendment would it second where does that regulatory metric stop that's and that's
1: a good question. I don't have honest, good answers because for those.
2: if you tell Facebook and Twitter, all right, you are now legally responsible, socially responsible, whatever for crap that happens that catalyzed on your profile on your platform. So if someone tweets, you know January six stuff, whatever, and some realized ill fortune happens because of it to someone. Someone is directly negatively impacted by it are we going to hold them accountable are because we, sorry go ahead
1: are we going to say that it's just because it happened on the platform or are we going to say that it happened because of actions that facebook took because the way that they have been pushing these posts and controversy has directly caused these things
2: like that's where it goes back to is that it, are the, are the machines underneath the platform of facebook completely divorceable from that platform like if you think about it and if facebook was a whiteboard right And you can post anything on there, but they can erase some things, they can add, they can change some things. Does that mean that the platform is now more dynamic? Because if you take away the machines underneath it, then you do have something more like 4chan, which is more akin to it's the wild west. There's there's no regulation, there's there there are no machines either regulating or you know, advancing content. Okay, because if you get into those types of weeds, then you can start saying things like, well tobacco companies can't you know, sell cigarettes anymore? Or should we hold tobacco companies responsible when someone dies of emphysema? Or should we hold Bushmaster responsible when someone shoots up a school with an AR-15? Should we hold Chrysler responsible for that jackass who ran over the protesters right, three but years already, ago?
1: We already did hold tobacco companies responsible for a lot of this. Because Only because of, their, because of their practices in advertising, which is... Kind of what I'm trying to advocate for here with Facebook. Not saying that anything that happens on their platform is
2: their fault. So there should be a warning label on Facebook, basically.
1: Yeah. yeah. At the at the very least. <laughs> That's what I said, man. Surgeon general, general warning. warning. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, there should be a warning. But also at the same time, as like there. You know, there was a there was a real change in the advertising practices of tobacco companies. Yeah. Um. And I think that we can do that with Facebook without having to quote unquote censor content.
0: Oh, agreed. Agreed.
2: But a warning label on it on every post on every on post, every post. Yeah. all of this may be crap yep. yes No. and no, probably goes is back to my original right yeah. there should be a banner on Facebook it says Facebook eh. You get what? You also get. a good t-shirt right. Facebook eh. Not yeah. <laughs> sure yeah. how I would put that in text <laughs> I think it's E with a bunch of H's well so. this is, this is what's so tricky about this question though because if it's hard to regulate one way or the other and because I think- in one direction you get the question of okay, well, where does corporate freedom end, which is also entangled with where does corporate responsibility take over? Because if right. we're giving these people, you know, a lot of freedom, then that responsibility starts to fall on them more. Do we like what that means in a broader picture, mm-hmm. or how do we even enact that in a broader picture?
1: And I think that's that's an important thing that we have to deal with, and it's okay to not have a good like holistic answer for all of that which is another reason why we keep falling into these big camps right we we have to accept that there is not unless we decide that abolishing social media is a worthwhile I mean, I think and it valid is. option <laughs> i excuse me i'd say it's worthwhile i don't think that it's going I don't to think it's, it's a, a valid a, yeah, option you can realize that um but you know if we're if this is the world that we're in mm-hmm. Like there is no one size fits all answer for this as much as I want there to be. I want to tell Facebook tomorrow that no, your advertising practices, no longer illegal. Figure it out.
0: They'll pay the fine. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause the U S government doesn't have coins enough to actually find them enough to make it worth nope. changing.
0: Or send anyone in the jail.
1: Yeah.
2: Or on that on note the platform completely. So Yay. final Thoughts. I think those were our final thoughts. Were those our final thoughts? I don't think I. I'd, I'd
1: it's a hard topic. It's nothing it's, good. Yeah, it's nothing <laughs> good. I I think more and more every day about just getting off of Facebook because it's.
0: You should. It's very awful. freeing.
1: I just want to see f- the photos. I don't need to see anything else.
0: Photo like, bucket. Pixabay. Is that still around? Flickr. I have no Flickr. idea. Flickr. Google Photos.
1: Google Photos. Flash drives. But yeah, nobody else in my life uses Google Photos. Right. That's the problem.
2: So. That is the problem with Facebook. It's very convenient. Yep. It's
1: Convenient. There's ubiquitous. My final it's thought. it's almost as ubiquitous as Googling something. Yeah. We just don't say well, okay, my grandparents say let me log on the onto the Facebook, but Right. <laughs>
0: the Google isn't loading. The Google isn't Google's, <laughs> Google's honey, become a voting. How do I get to the cloud?
2: Right. Go down the street. <laughs> take a right. <laughs>
0: Russ, your final thoughts? I, I have no final thoughts. Everything should be labeled appropriately. We live in a society where <laughs> we, we have to stop. I thought stupid. you were going to stop after we live no, in a no, society. We're, I'm going to keep going. We live in a society. No, we live in a society where we have deemed ourselves too stupid to actually regulate ourselves. We have to put warning labels on everything because, one, we're going to put out stuff that we shouldn't put out, and other people need to be warned of the fact that we're putting out stuff that we shouldn't be putting out.
1: Like to- toxic gas spewing from an open sewage pipe. Absolutely. Mr. Yuck stickers. That's what we need to put yes. on all of the just, social just like media. Every
2: post. That'd be amazing. I mean, yes. we. Everyone's really feeling '80s and '90s nostalgia. I mean, let's. You, bring you it know, back. I'm gonna
0: create a proxy server that does just that. It just every image just has a little little watermark of, of Mr. Yuck. I think it'd be great. Yep. I think they might have an issue with that. Don't use my proxy. <laughs> Doesn't I affect don't. them. It only affects the user.
2: Okay. Oh. No, I meant the Mister Yuck. People might
0: have issue oh, well, we're with we our own It's their gonna be Mister Bullshit. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> just a, just a little emoji with some steam and some flies. It's fine. It's fine. Because apparently emojis are fine. I just saw on a billboard the other day. Uh, it was I think it was a roto rooter one. Yeah, Maybe it was a, it was bulldog it was Plumbing. Bulldog. It, it, it was amazing. They just used the emoticon. they used the poo emoji. It's like when did this become standardized? Love it. Love it. When millennials the took over everything, right? Like it's there's crazy. just a pile of crap on a billboard. It's like yes, that's amazing. It, I mean it that's says, pretty good
2: advertising for a Roto-Rooter company. It, it is, right? says oh, emoji. emoji and then their phone number and their logo. Yep. love it. It's like it's beautiful. Wow, that's I don't some good advertising. See, it, it is cuz we're
0: talking about it, right? But it's it's also shocking. It's like it's not something that we would I would ever expect to see in the world. Not in sure. the real world. I I'd fully expect to see it on Facebook, right? But I would not expect to see it on a billboard, on a billboard in, in, in actually printed in media. City. See, yeah. but
2: that's social media. Because
0: it's user generated, it's user consumed. Exactly. This is business generated. And I'm like, really? You can get away with that. Good for you.
1: Oh, yeah. Easily. So, anyways, uh, (sighs) yeah, no big giant concluding answers for us tonight. No,
0: there is. The answer is that we're all completely hosed. We're all terrible people and need to (laughs) stop posting stupid things on Facebook.
1: Yep. Delete your Facebook. Please, <laughs> like kill your TV. Get on, yeah. <laughs> Get on Google Photos so I can see all of your f- cool photos, but that's about it. Uh no, anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, please, this is a big wide open topic. Drop us a comment on our website, scottishsocialism.com. We would love to hear from you. Also, check out our social platforms. (laughs) Ooh, ooh. should we? Follow Um, us on Insta. Hey, you know what? We're not on Facebook. We're not on Facebook. We're on Twitter and Insta, which is basically Facebook, uh, at Scotch Socialism uh, as our handles. Please remember to listen and drink responsibly. responsibly, and scroll responsibly. And scroll responsibly.